Welcome back to the E-Hunter Podcast, everybody. Back again with another great podcast for you guys this week. Uh, I love these podcasts. Hopefully, you guys are as well. On today's episode, I have a, a really special guest. This is a new platform, um, a new company that has developed recently to kind of help hunters and wildlife have a voice in the world. It's, it's called Howl for Wildlife. Uh, I'm sure you, most of you guys have probably seen them jump up on different things on different social media platforms, but I really just wanted to know kind of what was the what was the background on this? How did this whole thing develop? What's the plan with this thing? How can we help them be more successful and, and let our voice be heard out there as hunters? And so, um, yeah, anyways, exci- excited to have uh, them on and be able to chat and again, just get to know them a little bit more and get to know the company a little bit better. So... If you guys have any questions for them, make sure and leave a comment down below. A lot of our uh, our guests are looking at those comments and questions, so make sure and leave those those comments and questions below. We'd be happy to answer those questions um, where we can. So, without further ado, guys, let's jump into this podcast with Hal for Wildlife. All right, guys, welcome back to the E Hunter Podcast. Excited about today's podcast, as always. You know, we love these podcasts; they're they're fantastic. We're getting a lot of good news out there for you all, a lot of good information, whether it be about hunting news, about hunting companies, just the industry in general. And hopefully, we're bring hopefully we're bringing a lot of entertainment to you as well. Um, I'm stoked about this podcast. This is a, a newer brand that I or newer company that I've um, become associated with lately, and really followed their stuff. As you guys all well know, on eHunter, we're, we're posting a lot about different bills that are coming out or different legislation that's being introduced or whatever. And so uh, when when this company introduced themselves to the, the hunting industry, it was one that really caught our eye because it, well, one, it's it's an area that we can really focus on and, and utilize at, at eHunter, but then also something that we just want to put some more attention into and something that we feel like needs more attention. So the company is Halford Wildlife. Um, if you guys haven't seen them on social media, definitely check them out. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But on the podcast today, I have Charles with the, the Hal for, for Wildlife. Charles, how you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Taryn, right? Is that yeah. how I say it? Yep, Taryn. Awesome. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a very different different name. Thanks, Mom, for that. <laughs> hey, my last name is Whitwam, so there's a lot of, you know, like, what the heck's a Whitwam? So I've, know- I've thought about changing it to Whitman because it just... <laughs> seems a lot easier for people and and uh and i get it because it's a it's a weird name you notice i didn't say it when i introduced you because i knew i was going to jack it up so witwam is that that's how you say it witwam yep i think it used to be witam but there was an h oh yeah that makes sense um that there it's w-h-i-t-w-a-m but it used to be w-h-i-t-w-h-a-m oh wow i don't know that's crazy whatever people came to People sailed over to the United States and they change a name slightly, and somehow you're a different person. I don't. I don't. Know. Uh, that's what they. That's what they thought, anyways. They thought they could change a name, and they're not related to or associated with the people that had that that other last name. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny. We have Whitmans that live down the street, and when I first saw your name, I thought it was Whitman. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're related. And then I had to double check. They're like, oh yeah, that's not that. That's a different name. So <laughs> probably related yeah. somewhere down the line. Yeah. So, so Charles will. Let's kick this off by just uh, you telling us a little bit about who you are, and uh, we'll get into Hal here in just a minute, but uh, tell us about who you are, where you're at, what you do, those kind of fun things. Uh, so I am in California. I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. I have a an event business out here that I've been doing since 2006. Nice. Um, I moved here in 2005, actually from Chicago. I was there for a few years, but I grew up in Michigan for 
I think still most of my life, or maybe it's about even now, 20 some years in Michigan. Um, and I also, I also guide for wild pigs, deer, um, Turkey out here in California. Wow. I do that when I have, when I have time, the last two years, I've had a lot of time because mm-hmm. COVID and I have an event business. So yeah, not many events going on during COVID, <laughs> no events. So I did a lot more guiding and, uh, now it's just, you know, mind I generally have five months off a year anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'll do a lot of hunting or guiding. Uh, but that's also why it makes sense for me to, when I started Howl, um, I basically have the legislative season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like January through April or it, it depends, but I generally have that off. Yeah. So this works out perfect. Yeah. You can focus for your attention on, on Howl. Yeah. For that circumstance, it works out perfect, but I'm, I'm definitely getting busy. April is, is looking really busy for me for, for events, for events. And all throughout the summer and everything. It's pretty crazy. And it's, looks like it's going to be finally this year. I love learning what other people do. I mean, yeah, I would love to be doing what we're doing right now full time. You know, I'd love to be just doing e-hunter and podcasting full time, but the, you know, that's a that's a dream maybe in the future, but at the at the end of the day I got to pay the bills. And so I, I always enjoy uh hearing what everybody does to to pay the bills and uh to make other ends meet. Um so very I'll, cool. I'll, I'll be honest with you, if 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 I can do kind of what I want to do with how and I mean, it's all, it's, it has 100% been the most full-time job I have ever had, uh-huh. uh, it, the time that it takes. Um, but it might be a full-time job for me someday. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, we'll see if I can get it to that point, but it definitely is a full-time job and I need, yeah. I need more people to, to do it as a full-time job as well. <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of chaos, but it's been great so far. That's kind of the way e-hunter is and we're digressing quickly on this but that's the way e-hunter is too like i feel like if we could just uh really dive into it forget everything else and really dive into it it'd be it could be a full-time job with a lot of people and a lot of things going on but it's hard to take that plunge and, and make that commitment that hey i'm done with the day-to-day job i'm gonna work on just this i mean it, it takes it's a risk it's a it's a huge risk but it is it's what we love to do. And I, and I totally see how really, really taking off and, and being something big and amazing. And so let's jump into that a little bit, Charles, tell us a little bit about how, I guess let, let's talk about the inception of how, why you wanted to start it, what it does. Let, let's, let's get into it a little bit. So why I wanted to start it was just in, I was involved in a couple of bills on sort of just a personal grassroots where where I didn't like them in California, and I didn't really see anybody else getting involved to the level of which I I thought they should be involved. Um, so uh, I took it upon myself to get people involved, and through that process, I have no background in politics or anything legislative or anything like that. But through that process, I learned about decision makers, um, on each bill. So if there's a bill, there are a certain number of people and that changes depending on where that bill sits, it moves through committees and goes to houses and senates and, you know, wildlife committees, all of that. So there's specific people at a certain time who are making decisions on the process to either kill the bill, keep it going or whatnot. So 
like, oh, that's interesting. And I looked at action centers on, you know, a lot of hunting organizations, uh, websites and whatnot and how those worked. And I'm just like, I don't, I, I, they're not getting to the right people. Mm -hmm. And if they are getting to the right people, you have to live in the locality of, you know, the person that it's, that they're trying to reach. So it just seemed, I'm like, nah, they can be, it can be better than that. And, um, so that's what I looked into creating is a way for kind of, well, I, I started using change.org. That's, that's what I used last year on the, on the, um, bear bill yeah. the, to ban bear hunting in California. And I noticed on there, I could set it up to go to who I wanted it to go to and multiple people. And I'm like, well, we, we now have people involved with voicing their concerns on this bill from all over the place. It's just set up the right way. Yeah. Um, so I modeled it sort of after that, at least, at least the, you know, reaching the right people. Um, at least that was the goal, right? I mean, that's what I wanted to do. So I started looking for software and, um, you know, different websites where, where I could do that. And there really, there wasn't anything like that. So I found a few different programs and kind of Frankenstein them together to work to also, you know, to, to accomplish Basically, if there's a bill, anybody can take action on it and it's going to reach the right people. And how do I make it so it's not a form letter? So it's not just like a ton of people saying the exact same thing. Right. So I wanted to randomize the content, make it so it doesn't come from us whatsoever. It's just a relationship between you as a user and the decision maker. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just connecting you with them directly and starting that relationship. Um, and then I wanted to incentivize the whole process to, to get the hunting industry more involved and just open up those avenues. So I gamified the, the website as well. So basically you have a, you have a login and we can, you know, award you points for everything you do, whether it's actions or sharing actions or recruiting people in donating whatnot you build a threshold of points that automatically enter you into um into winning prizes basically mm -hmm. so with all of that we can we can we can do a lot of things um so i finally you know got that somewhat built and sort of experimented with launching it for an action that was going on in arizona there wasn't really that much going on yet yeah <laughs> so we launched it on january 11th in arizona and i think that week there was like four or five other big bills that popped up and mm -hmm. i was like oh man here we go <laughs> here we go so um and it and then here we are and yeah. it's just been growing absolutely insanely um ever since since january 11th so two months and, and one week. Um, and here I am basically talking about it every day. It's growing every day. We have new bills all the time. Bills are in, you know, getting through different processes every day. So keeping people updated on that, we have, uh, 
well over 500,000 actions between individuals to decision makers in wow. in that time period. Yesterday it was 526,000. So I don't know what it is today, but I know it's definitely more. So um and that's with just a handful of people honestly because um you know, we're not a big not everybody knows about us. Right. Just a handful of people that have been, honestly been able to accomplish that and and it's it's been an incredible two months but the way i see it is all right well it's going to be an incredible two years yeah. you know it's just going to keep going and uh i finally have some people that well john stallone's my partner in this in this um uh, he's the only other person in the in, in the nonprofit right now is john <laughs> stallone um which we know john he's awesome you do know him okay yeah. perfect. Yep. okay so um we have a like a partnership kind of sales guy whatever that we just started a few weeks ago, but we made it official yesterday. Uh -huh. Um, and then a few, um, a few just like super high powered volunteers and content creators and, and people that are in different parts of the, the country that are giving me the information that I need to, mm -hmm. to be able to create these actions, which is super important for me because I, I just can't do it on my own, you know, and I, I need, I need those partnerships. So, um, so that's growing, which is great. And, um, working through the just the paths of how all this works how the website works and how to make it better because there's it's certainly going to be way better it's kind of like base wireframe honestly right now but it works yeah. and and when i say better it's just going to be it'll look better and 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 maybe a little bit easier for you to to use but it's pretty simple and we're going to try and keep it simple because that's the whole point that's pretty you know it's keep pretty it unique too, you know, like what you guys are doing is, is very unique. And so you, you kind of do need to keep it simple, especially for hunters. We need it to be simple. Otherwise we can't <laughs> figure it out. So, yeah. so yeah. we do, we need something simple. <laughs> we need something that can let it, that's the thing. We've preached about this. I can't tell you how many podcasts I've done or articles I've done where I'm like telling hunters, you got to be heard. You know, you got to get your voice out there. You've got to go to these meetings. You know, I, I was living in Colorado during the time of the wolf introduction and what that was going to look like. And I'm like, everybody, you've got to go to these meetings and then no, nobody shows up or you've got to email. Even if they do email that, that form to their legislator, whoever it is, you know, I mean, that, that was better than nothing, but I love how, because it's so unique in that you kind of do have that direct line of contact between the hunter and the decision maker. And it's not a cookie cutter thing. It, it, it can be very personal. It can be very unique. And so the, their voice, their specific voice is heard. And so I'm excited to hear that you've had that much traction already in just a, I mean, two months, man, that is, you, you guys are still in your infancy as a, as a nonprofit. I, uh, as you think about nonprofit agencies, they normally take, you know, years to get rolling, to have really any impact um in fact i was talking we did i did a podcast the other day with uh with joe with with the western bear foundation we were talking about some of the new legislation that's going on in california washington arizona and whatnot and you know he he's still kind of a one-man show doing his thing and it's been going on for a little while it, it does take a lot of time for some of these things to to grow some roots but i feel like hal is is growing very quickly because because it is so unique in, in what you're doing and so um it, it is exciting um have you guys, so with the, the stuff that you've been able to do so far, the, the bills that you've been involved in, in so far, I mean, 
tell us a little bit about like have you what changes have you seen have you have you got feedback from the people that are voicing their opinions i mean tell us a little bit about those experiences yeah so um we've gotten a lot of feedback and um and what i say you know i get feedback from the people who have taken action because Mm -hmm. we aren't the decision makers aren't giving feedback to us because they have no idea it's coming from us. Right, right. Right. But, but I'm taking action as just anybody else would. So I get emails back and then other people get other emails back that I didn't get. Um, so, and what I mean by that is getting emails back is you email this representative and some of it will be a canned message, you know, thank you for whatever, yeah. but there is a ton of, very relevant replies that are specific to the bill that you just wrote in about, Mm -hmm. which is really important. And then some of it's even, you know, a little more, a little more personal, you know, I mean, I've, I've written them back and thanked them. There was a, a sponsor of the, the mountain lion bill in Colorado to ban mountain lion. Uh, She removed her name. She emailed and she said, I've decided to remove my name. I emailed her back and said, thank you. And, uh, if she wanted to talk about something or whatever. And, and she was like, yeah, you know, let's schedule a time and here's my assistant's phone number or whatnot. And we can schedule a time to, to talk about these issues. And I was like, Oh wow. I mean, she's really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, that's happened a lot. So wow. tons of the response, the kind of the, the boots on the ground organizations that have recently been providing me content, they're involved in the process. Like they're there at Capitol Hills or wherever the things are going on and they're coming to me and they're like, man, this really works because we've been doing this for however long. And now we have, you know, delegates from Virginia coming out and going, is this you, is this you guys doing this? Like what, what's going on? Like our emails are flooded with tons of different people, tons of different content. And they're like, well, it's sort of us, not really though. You know, we're, we're an avenue. Know, so <laughs> we're, an, we're an avenue. And, um, and what I mean, but this is you, they're coming out. These delegates are coming out to these boots on the ground organizations and uh-huh. asking them like, did you, are you responsible oh, for this? Gotcha. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not, not to howl. Um, cause we don't, we don't lobby. I mean, we aren't, if, if I go somewhere, it's, it's just for me to learn more and, and whatever, but I'm, I'm not going and saying, you know, we are Hall for wildlife, the organization, and, and we represent this many hunters and this is our platform. Like our, we've taken that and basically just said, there's enough people doing that. There's mm-hmm. enough organizations doing that. We're just giving the hunters, the sportsmen, whoever the Avenue to be their own representation, I guess right to yeah. make their own voice mm-hmm. so um so there's really nothing that i mean i have my own personal views there's nothing that howl claims on its on its own because that's just not our that's not really our place we're not right. I, I don't want to be set up as an organization like that for particular reasons as well so there's a lot to do with like tax exempt status and stuff like that that we are working on so there's some strategy there that um that we're working we're we're basically just trying to be an educational service so you can come to our platform and it shows you how to be more involved mm-hmm. in in the legislative process be it through emails or calls or like zoom training meetings to to be an active participant in wildlife committee meetings and actually show up to meetings and yeah 
know how it works and know what you're talking about and, and, and giving you the confidence to, um, to make your voice heard in a, in an intelligent manner that actually, that actually means something and has an effect on, on these committees. How nitty gritty do you guys get with the legislation that you're looking at? Like, for example, Utah is doing stuff with trail cameras and scopes on muzzleloaders and stuff like that, trying to pass different regulations and it may not necessarily, well, I guess it's a law, but, uh, you know, there, there's that versus, hey, we're banning bear hunting in Washington or California. How, I mean, do you do it all with HAL or are you focused on like just bigger uh, projects yeah. right now? Yeah, the bigger projects. Um, the trail camera stuff is, number one, the trail camera thing in Utah was started by a hunter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I met him and I was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So there's people on both sides of that. It, oh, there is. That's not, that's not something for us to get involved in. Um, because I think that that causes division mm -hmm. and our goal here is to stay away from that. There's enough of that. Our goal here is on the big topics that are taking hunting away, yeah. or if there's a big topic that can promote, um, like in, in Georgia, there's some pro hunting bills that are getting passed that we're, that we're working on nice. with getting signatures and all that on that are having tremendous results. Um, so like expanding trapping, um, no net loss of, of hunting lands. That's all great stuff. Okay. Right. That we're working on. And I feel like those are big things that secure the future of hunting. Yeah. Um, you know, what kind of sites I can use. And I, listen, I, I elk hunt in Idaho mm -hmm. and I think the rules there are absolutely insane. So I'm like, oh, yeah. on, I can't, I can't put a GoPro if I want it on my bow. I can't use lighted knocks mm -hmm. like that. What's that going to do? Right. Right. It's, it doesn't help me kill the animal any better at all. It might help me find out more exactly, you know, so I can find my arrow and, and, and look at, but yeah, I think those things are ridiculous, but it's we're not going to get involved in stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, too and kind of to your point earlier, you know, you're saying, you know, you started this January 11th and you're, you start out with just a couple things and then all of a sudden, boom, here's these five huge bills that you guys are all working on. And then if you're looking at, you know, nationwide, there's going to be enough big ticket items that I think it's going to take a lot of your time and attention um, that really yeah. can, uh, you know, be detrimental to hunting or you know there, there's some laws that are be, being introduced that may be considered a, a pro hunting thing but may not be advantageous for an animal you know it may not be the best thing for the animal and so i hope that that's also an area that you guys are looking at to just find that middle ground find what really truly is going to be best for wildlife i like I said, I think there's plenty of those things around that for you guys to do. Are, so you are nationwide, right? I mean, you guys are looking pretty much anywhere and everywhere within the nation to find. Um, oh yeah, bills. yeah. And there's and there's bills that we aren't um, we're not involved with yet, just because I don't have the time to. Wow. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware of this going on, and I'm aware of this going on, and and people keep keep sending me this. I mean, and I love it. This is perfect. People are sending me bills from their state like can you do something about this can you do something about that and, and i try to get back with with everybody um it just takes time to develop the action center yeah and to develop it right you know like you know i can create an alert and let people know this is going on but I, to me what's the point if you can't do anything about it right I mean, if, if i'm not giving you an avenue to 
to to do something about it, then I don't know what the point is, honestly. Um, so I so setting up those decision makers and all that that takes that takes a lot of time to do it right. And I'm essentially setting up a each time I do it, I'm setting up two web pages um, because they integrate together. Mm-hmm. So it just takes time. Yeah, you know, selfishly, I'm I'm glad that you did that because. You know, like I was—I started out talking about with eHunter. We uh, we do post a lot about these different bills and whatnot, but it is kind of just a hey, this is what's going on. You we may put in in the article, you know, here's where you can go on and send an email, or you this is where you can go on and do this. But but we're very uh, kind of limited on on what we can do with that and what yeah. I guess what action can come from that. And I think that's one thing that's very special about you guys and and why you guys caught our attention so much is you know now when we write an article on eHunter about whatever whatever that whatever that bill is out there we can put uh you know a link to your guys's web page now in there if you guys are cool with that i'm sure you are uh yes. <laughs> to, to lead them oh, back yeah. to to your your uh website your epicenter yeah. where they can actually do something about it and take action that's, so that's okay yeah so back to that i mean that's why i wanted to do what we wanted to do mm-hmm. i keep seeing content and then i'm like all right well i can as long as I get permission and from some people I don't honestly, which is unfortunate. I'm like, all right, you're creating an alert. You're creating content. Can I turn that into an action? Yeah. How, you know, what's wrong with that? There's Um, nothing wrong with that in my eyes. Yeah. If I can't, then I got to write something on my own or find somebody else that can write it. So I'm not, you know, so they can't say I copied their stuff or whatever. I'm not going to get into that. So of course, yeah. If you're writing, something about a bill mm-hmm. it's so much easier for us to ter- to take that and turn that into an action yeah um and that's you know obviously we're only two months in but that's what i really want is to set up those partnerships and get everybody on the same page mm-hmm. because not everybody's on the same page everybody works this whole industry works in different directions and i get it like i get that to to certain extents but when it comes to certain issues like you know, protecting hunting rights and privileges and, and all of that, we have to work together. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, um, so, so if somebody's off out there offering something that can better what you have and make your, you actually more successful, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you take it? Exactly. You know, that's, uh, it's a great question. <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm trying to convince people to do. It's like, listen, you don't have this and I'm offering it to you. I'm offering you the content uh, uh, credit or whatever, yeah. whatever it is we need to do. I don't care. Right. We just have to win like as a industry mm-hmm. and the industry is what I look at. It's huge. There's it's a multi-billion dollar millions and millions of people mm-hmm. all the resources in the world and we don't centralize that when it needs to be centralized and that's what i'm trying to do with at least these action centers is let's engage all the millions of people and get them connected to the decision makers let's start there let's see how powerful that can be and i'm pretty sure i i think we have shown how powerful that is in this last two months without anybody even knowing who we are yeah i it's been, I, I definitely it's been pretty crazy right. You know, you, you listen to to big TV shows, big time podcasts. You know, I'll just use the example of Joe Rogan's podcast when he has like Cameron Haynes on there, and they always talk about 
oh, hunters need to come together and do this and that and not be divided. Kind of going back to our point on the, the trail cameras is you have some people over here and some people over here and, and it's kind of creating that, that division. And you see a lot of those things happening right now. Well, I, I think that's the agenda of some people is to create division amongst us as hunters or sportsmen in general. Because if they can divide us, then, you know, they can they can take control or make changes, make their kind of changes. But if we can bring everybody together, then we have that control. We can make those changes. And so you listen to all these big people talk about it. But when they talk about it, including myself, when I'm, ta- I'm not saying I'm one of the big people, but when I'm talking about it, I'm just talking about it. I, you know, yeah, like I said, going back to the point, I, I say there's actions or there's there's places that you can go to do this and that. But there's never really been that hub that I can say, go here, do this. And, and as, as hunters, we want it to be easy. Let's be honest. You know, everybody, as everybody, I don't think it's just hunters. It's definitely, that's the, that's why like change.org is so successful and things Mm -hmm. like this. Everybody. Yeah. Simplicity. Simplicity. Yeah, exactly. It it drives us. In fact, you guys hit on two very important things uh, for, for everybody, but especially as hunters is make it simple and give out prizes. You do those two things for hunters (laughs) and we're on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, giving out prizes is just, I see it everywhere. Yeah. You go to Starbucks and they have rewards. You go to grocery stores and they have rewards. I mean, every, I'm like, wow, this seems to be, why not? You know? And, and, um, so that was a sort of the motivation of that is let's, let's, let's get the hunting industry as far as advocacy, you know, up to, 2022 instead of 1980 honestly it's like write a letter somebody the other day told me they were at a uh, a meeting (laughs) i think it was like a farm bureau meeting or something or whatnot and somebody passed around a pad of paper to get signatures and the guy was like have you guys heard of how for wildlife maybe we need to look (laughs) maybe we need to look into you know uh doing things like this a little a little better and uh yeah it's just it's honestly it's it's like i it's silly that i mean this had to be created right but it's not like it was just sitting there but it's crazy to me that nobody has done this i i don't and 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 over the last year when i was creating i'm like someone's someone's going to do this this year yeah you know and i'm going to be wasting all my time and money because that was a big thing was well a lot of time and a lot of money because i I paid for it all myself to to do it all and uh and it's not i'm like i'm like this is somebody's gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) and they didn't and i don't know if it's coming or whatnot i wouldn't be surprised if you know one of these big orgs or something tries to do the same thing or whatnot i don't know um, and if they do, I hope it just betters, you know, I hope it's not in competition. I hope it betters the entire industry. Yeah. I mean, that's, that needs to be the goal here is, is, um, we we just keep losing and losing and losing. And I don't think there's any excuse for it. And it actually kind of makes me angry yep. the way, um, I think the strategists have been wrong. Yep. Some of them, at least I don't, I don't know the whole story, but I'm just saying I, the way I've seen it, it's not been done the most effective and most efficient that it can be done. That's, that's well, what I would say. Well, yeah. and to your point, we have the resources, like you're saying, this is a multi-million dollar industry with millions billion. and millions. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Billion dollar industry with millions of people yeah. in it. How do we lose? How, yeah, we, we really shouldn't lose if, if, if there was some organization to it and to your point about you know whether uh, some big name company is going to come in and try to do the same thing what i what my hope is 
is that the big name companies find help for wildlife and say, hey, we, we don't have to recreate the wheel. There, this is already created. Now we have our avenue. Let's just use the avenue that's already there and push our agenda out there. And so I, I hope that's what you see over the, the next little bit. Well, you already see it. You're seeing it. I mean, like you told me before we hit record, you've had so many people call to do to do podcasts. I mean, people are seeing that and they're coming to you to uh, to talk and, and get your, your information out there so that they can use you as an avenue. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And, and we're now really aggressively working on raising the proper amount of funds to, to get this everywhere. Yeah. And so I'm not just like on my own sitting at a kitchen table, you know, trying to figure out all this stuff and things <laughs> that I don't even honestly stuff. I don't even know about, like I, I call people and I'm like, how does this process work? I don't know. Like I know how to set up the, you know, the pages and the technology for this or whatever, but the process of bills and all that kind of, I'm, I'm learning as, as I go, which is, which is great because, you know, I, I get to, I guess, speak to other people who, who have no idea and they can be on the same page as me. Right. And then we get people involved who, who do know, and we can all learn together. And it's like, I don't know, there's something to that. There's a, there's a value. There's like an emotional connection that I'm seeing with like the the rock stars who are really involved on every action and sharing everything and and getting it all out like they are they're connected to it yeah because they realize how important that is and and that's the way i think you know the more and more people like that we get the better it'll be and when we can get companies to feel that way um that's it's which some of them are certainly starting that's that's uh that's even more powerful yeah definitely because they have such a reach and I think going to your point, I, I I do think there is some uh, some sentiment to it, like you said, and that's okay. I think I hope you know that I feel like that that as you go through this, you're gonna learn along the way, and that's okay. You know, I didn't know how to create a website, I didn't know how to do any of this junk that I'm doing now, and you just kind of learn as you go. And it, I think it's more special if you do it that that way, especially a nonprofit organization like yourself. I, I think that it will be special as you watch it grow. You know, you'll be kind of like that proud papa as it grows. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you have going on right now, what specific bills um, y'all are working on. I mean, we don't have to get in, into the nitty gritty of, of every specific bill, but I'd like to share with people, you know, what it is you guys are working on. We talked about you are focusing on the bigger ticket items, but but what are some of those things that you're working on? Um, let me go to my webpage because it makes it a lot easier for me, honestly, to uh, to look at the great plug. Uh, the let, current, let everybody know what your website there. is. Oh well, yeah, it it's howlforwildlife.org. Uh, you can do .com too, and it does the same thing. But we have uh, right now the active actions. We have a California bill, a South Carolina bill, uh, Colorado, Georgia, Pennsylvania, British Columbia just started in, in Canada and another Georgia bill. Um, both of those in Georgia are pro hunting. Pennsylvania is to legalize Sunday hunting because there's like six states that do not have, I saw that, that. Do not allow Sunday hunting, which is crazy to me. South Carolina is another one of those Sunday hunters. Colorado is getting, um, I'm pretty sure this is going to pass too. It just keeps passing. We're on stage four of it, but it's getting, the option for seventh graders to take hunter safety in middle school. Oh, 
um, directed by the California Parks and, and Wildlife. Okay. And um, we have, there's, there's more bills that are like kind of sitting there I'm waiting on some content. There's one for Alaska, which is a pretty big, pretty big issue. There's a, there's something going on in Arizona. There's a bunch of little bills that just haven't popped up yet that have been sent my way. And I got to, I got to see where they're at. Cause some of these bills, they'll be so ridiculous. They just get killed right away. So mm-hmm. it's, it's never an issue. Um, and then there's, you know, I think the most controversial bill currently well let me let me back up there's a lot going on in washington state we don't have an action set up for that right now because we've sort of gone through those actions and we're in a sort of a a waiting mode tomorrow there's going to be tomorrow's a big day for washington and there could certainly be a new action after that depends on which way they vote Mm -hmm. that state's insane right now with their with their commission and and what has gone on there with spring bear hunting um just the process that that they've gone gone through there and um and and california bear essentially a bear ban Mm -hmm. it's worded differently where they basically say well california hasn't updated its management its bear management plan so until we do that we think we should get rid of bear hunting until there's an updated management plan, which they know takes a lot of time, a lot of money. It's stalling tactics. Exactly what it is. They're, they're, they're saying bears are in decline in California, which is insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane to think that that has happened in the last 10 years. It's only gone up. Anyway, um, there are some, there'll be certainly some actions on that. Um, but right now in California is a controversial bill. SB 856, it looks like a pro hunting bill. Um, however, let me go back to Zoom here. You probably couldn't tell I was looking at my webpage, but I'm looking at your webpage right now too, so I'm not even looking at you on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. So um the California, it's a wild pig bill to it's it says it makes it easier for you to hunt wild pigs. Basically, it, it goes in California, it's considered a big game animal. Uh pigs are. Uh, wild pigs are and this would reclassify it as an exotic animal bring the basically give you a tag validation so you pay 15 bucks and sort of like a duck stamp Uh so you don't need a tag for each wild pig and um and it claims to make the depredation permit process easier so all of that sounds like sounds fantastic might not be too bad yeah there's there's some issues there with reducing it from 25 to 15 because since it's it is a big game animal and then if they want to reclassify it that means the big game management fund account is drastically reduced so mm-hmm. however you feel about that but mm-hmm. that money goes to the management of species that's how they've set this up right mm-hmm. so um there are some issues there reclassifying it is strange that they would want to do that but then also give fish and wildlife um ruling over now a non-game species which they don't currently right it it also in the bill gives them some sort of rulemaking over usda imports of livestock and this is where it gets really interesting so this is where i don't like the bill this bill was first i'll get into the guts of this into the weeds of this but this was the first bill that I was involved in personally. Mm-hmm. And this started in 2018. 
it was called something else. It was called AB 2805. And um, at first when it came out, it was supported by California hunting orgs. They were like, this is great. This is fantastic. Right. And then I'm reading through it. And in there is a section that basically the entire section says it, it, this is how, this is how clever it gets. It'll say something like this bill will do this, 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 that well, like, okay, well already all of that's already illegal, but then they'll throw in a sentence in the midst of all of that, that basically says any type of fenced in hunting or whatever is, will, will be banned, will be, will be made illegal. I'm like, all right, hold on a second. Do you mean like, cause there's a bunch of organizations or companies here who have, you know, what you'd consider canned hunting operations, right. but they don't have wild animals. These are exotics. Mm-hmm. These, it's actually livestock, right? In, they, they import them in, they get veterinary certificates, they get their tagged, whatever yeah. it's livestock. So however you feel about that, it's not a wild game animal. So right. They aren't, they aren't wild pigs. Um, but they get brought into like a thousand acre ranch that's high fence and everything else. And they have exotic hunts there. I'm like, wait, this is in there. This is strange how they, how they slip that in. And then we found out in order for this bill, and this could have something to do with it being in California in order for this bill to not have resistance from the anti-hunting orgs. That's why that was put in there. And that was put in there by an anti-hunting lobbyist to make the bill easier to pass. Right. Yeah. So I knew about that in 2018 and the hunting orgs immediately were like, Oh crap, we don't support this anymore. Right. Bill got the bill got killed this year. And that was the author of that bill in 2018 was a Republican. So I think probably a lot of the hunting orgs are like, ah, it's gotta be a good bill. It's a Republican. They're on the hunter side. (laughs) Whatever. I was never more pissed off at a Republican in my life. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're going to ruin businesses for something that has nothing to do and you're sliding this in there yeah. and you're okay with an anti-hunting and you're not going to tell anybody that it, that this was inserted by an anti-hunting organization. You got to be kidding me. Sounds sleazy. This year, this year, a Democrat authored it who sometimes offers, actually has current bills right now that are pro-hunting that everyone's okay with. Mm-hmm. But he went to Bigelow's office from 2018, got the bill, literally copied it verbatim and then put this out, did a press release and everybody, again, I've seen it on outdoor life. I've seen it on like, everyone's promoting it. Like it's a good bill. I'm like, wait a second, guys, does anybody, you read the summary of a bill. Yeah. And if the summary sounds good, yay, it's good. Like, no. So, oh man. So this Uh, is pissing off because, well, people keep looking at it. They're like, I don't, I'm reading the bill. I don't see what's wrong with it. I don't see what the problem is. I'm like, all right. So you have to really explain it and this is what you need to know this is where it starts and ends for me an anti-hunting lobbyist put language in there to take away opportunity from whoever it is that goes to these high fence ranches that has nothing to do with wild game whatsoever Mm -hmm. and and i've talked to these places and they're like yeah do you know who comes here i mean anybody can go there but um disabled vets groups all the time come here because they can't, they have, they don't have mobility to get around and right. it's a thousand acres. They come, they have fun, they get meat, whatever elderly hunters come there, new hunters who have no connect, who have no, you know, friends who hunt or parents who hunt or whatever. 
and they go there, they have a thing called hunt school. And I hated that to explain all this. Cause it shouldn't like, people should just be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm right. not going to support this bill, right. but, but let me just get emotional. So new hunters who don't have access to people to show them or whatever else they have this hunting school thing there. Well, they'll go there and teach you gun safety, target acquisition, um, where you should aim on an animal butchering field dressing, the whole thing. So you go get your animal and you learn the whole thing top to bottom. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, you're like, all right, well, I can do this. I know how to dress out an animal. I know how to butcher an animal. I know how to take care of the meat and all that. Maybe now, if I really like this, I can go wherever public land or get a guide, whatever. And, 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 you know, I kind of know what I'm doing right now, but again, you don't even need, this is livestock. You don't even need a hunting tag exactly. for for any of this on, on these properties. These are legal operations. And I don't even know what I was going to say next, but it's just like, okay, here it is. If, if you have a problem with that, have you ever gone to the grocery store or a restaurant and got a steak or exactly. bought chicken to barbecue? So somebody wants to go to a thousand acre ranch and try and find their own meat and get it and bring it back. Well, it's adventures in grocery shopping. Yeah. Name it whatever the heck you want. I don't care if you call it hunting or whatever, but it isn't, that has no place in this bill. Exactly. And why do we have to appease the anti-hunting crowd? Unreal. I think I know the reason why is because hunters have never been able to show their voice or get involved. Right. And now it's like, well, you know what? Why don't, how about when there's a bill, you better put something in there that, that appeases the hunting crowd mm -hmm. because we're going to start showing up. Yeah. And that, that's the whole point of this, that right? Is the point of, yep. That's exactly so, it. So full circle on that, that, that one I get, I take personal because I was involved in this in, in 2018. And that's the first time where I was like, that's when podcasts started happening uh -huh. and, and we just created like this. I don't even remember what, it, how we did it. Um, I think it was just on social media and letting people know and, and kind of calling out the hunting organizations. Like, did you guys even read this, you know, and then getting veteran veteran groups involved. And they were like, we're against this. Mm -hmm. We're standing against it. And it got thrown out, but we got to do it all over again. And it's the same thing. People are like, I'm reading through the bill or I don't see how this affects me. I'm like, are, what do you, the bill? <laughs> you don't see how this affects you. <laughs> like, do you think the anti-hunting crowd is just, they're done now. Oh, we got that. That's yeah. all we wanted. There's nothing next. Like, come on. See, that's the thing. Is people, Unreal. People have rewrite the bill. People have to educate them themselves on this <sighs> stuff because, okay, I get it. It is. It sucks to read a bill. I, I've read many bills, whether it be for healthcare or whether it be for hunting or anything. You know, I've, I've, I've read through these bills and it sucks to read through these bills, some of these bills. And legislators know that. They know that it, you know, they're going to make this bill excessively long. You'll see bills that are this thick and th they'll make it that long for a purpose. That purpose is so that nobody reads it. Nobody can decipher really what it's saying. And they can slip different crap in there so that they can get it passed and, and nobody knows about it. And so that's where I say people have got to get educated on this stuff. And, and you know, there are avenues, again, that you may not have to read the entire bill but find places where you can really find out what's truly in that bill how for wildlife is one of those places where you can actually go and say okay what what is really in this bill what is it really truly looking at because like on those ones you're i mean great point charles those those would be tough because you have these these hunting companies these outdoor companies or tv shows or whatever supporting the, these bills then you're like oh okay that that's really good 
but you still got to do your your uh, your research on it, do your own due diligence on it to see what it it truly is. And if that requires you to read that whole bill, do it. Take the time to do it. If you truly are passionate about hunting and outdoors and wildlife, at the end of the day, you really truly need to take the time and, and read that bill and really understand what's in it, and and then make your voice be heard on it. And to be totally fair, I have read this bill so many times, and each time I have a new question. Yeah, I'm and sure. I'm like, hmm, does yep. this? Am I right on this? And then I go to the people that, um, that I know who are involved with this. They break these bills down and they're involved on the floor. And they're like, no, man, it's still believe us. Like, this is what this means. These mm-hmm. are the consequences of this. And then, so, so again, you know, people, when I posted this bill, they're like acting like, oh, you know, what's the part that bothers you? Or I'm like, listen, this isn't my opinion. This is, I now know from, the lawyers of the companies that would be affected, mm-hmm. they are there fighting this because they, they've they been told the consequences of this bill. So now these companies, these family-owned businesses basically that, that do this stuff, they've now hired lawyers to show up and try and get this changed and try mm-hmm. and get it amended. So it's not my opinion of how this is. This is how this will work. This is the consequences of this bill. And in fact, Probably the biggest consequence of this bill, the biggest effect to even come out of this bill is the smallest part inserted into the bill, right? It's not easy. It's not easy to read, especially when there's a bill that amends a current bill because the thing will be like 85 pages long exactly. and there'll just be a scratch out of something. And then they add this and you're like, oh, shoot, where am I? I got to go back and see what the original, it's not the easiest thing to, to figure out. And the wording isn't. It's above my pay grade a lot of times. So, <laughs> but they do that on purpose. Yeah. Again, to go back 100%. to my point. That that that's that is all on purpose. They'll make it. They'll use different words that it's hard to understand. They'll take yeah, eighty five pages and take one sentence, and that's the one sentence that they change. But it's the biggest part of that bill. If you read bills, I, I you know again, I so I work in healthcare, um, and I I look at all the CMS Medicare bills and and what's being passed and how it really truly is going to impact my company and and my financial status and it's just exact same thing you'll have it this huge bill except for it's like 280 pages long and they'll do the same thing this this one little red line in there that just uh changes everything and and again it's all done on purpose and so you've you've got to you've got to know what you're looking at you got to know the the nitty-gritty the details of these bills and and to be fair again most people are not going to do that so most people need to you know, do their own research, look at, at different sites, lean on people like Hal to, to help you understand what's going on with a specific bill or a, a specific legislation. Um, and then even after you've done your research on Hal, go find something else out there that, you know, I mean, there, there's lots of information so that you can be educated on these different things and, and people, you, you got to do it. You just, you just have to do it. Sorry. I'm getting emotional too, Charles. <laughs> no, it's, it's what it takes. It really I is. Mean, we have to be activists, unfortunately, but we have to be. If, if we want to keep enjoying what we enjoy, we have to. And, and that goes for hunting. That goes for anything that you enjoy. You've got to be active. You, you cannot be passive in this world or, mm-hmm. or you'll lose it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I appreciate you, you uh, sharing all that, that with us. And so people kind of get an understanding of, of what How for Wildlife is and, and some of the things that, that you're focused on. And I was playing around on your website kind of while you were talking there as well. Um, and, and yeah, there's, there's several bills on there that are, that are currently being reviewed right now that you can go on there. You can 
get involved. And again, kind of going back to my main point of, of having you guys on is, is just to be able to give people that avenue because we post a lot of this stuff and we will link your, your uh, website or th that direct page so that people can just click. Makes it easy for people to take action. Um, you can do it from your cell phone. It's very easy, very, very easy to do it. So yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a place where you can go and honestly take less than 10 seconds of your time mm -hmm. to, to make your voice heard on actions around the United States yep. or in Canada also actually now, um, it's, that's the easiness of it. And we do have an archive section. If you want to see the old, um, the old actions or, uh, some of the ones that are in waiting, you can, you can see those as well, where I think I've updated them so you can see, you know, what the results were basically nice. of those things. One thing I will say when, when people go on to uh, to do that, because you can send that email, but there's that option to edit that email. And I think you guys even put this on your website. Be professional <laughs> when you're sending those. Make sure that it's not uh, ridiculous because if you get that way, no one's yeah. going to read it. No one's going to listen to it. But if you if you are professional when you send, submit those responses, those are the ones that get the attention. Yeah, and the, and the emails are set up. We're, we're working on improving this all the time, but there's multiple emails in the back end. So if you come, it kind of depends on your cookies, but if you come back to the action page, so basically each user that goes to the action page, their email, their pre-drafted email, if you don't want to edit, um, will probably be different because we have a ton of them set up. So mm -hmm. that's, that also makes it more personal, nice. but it's definitely better if you edit it. What I like to do, I'm going to start kind of promoting is just at the top of the email, don't change our email if you don't want to, but at the top, put a little something about yourself. Mm -hmm. Then it's completely different. Exactly. The, the whole thing's different at the top. And it's know? personal. So, and it's personal. Yep. yep. So, um, yeah, no, could, it's, it's cool. Thank what you. What if you could build a little place in there that would allow you to just, it kind of prompts people to do that. Mm -hmm. Just, just thinking. There's some, yeah. So if we ever get to our final product, it'll, if we can do that, we'll, we'll have all that in there as long nice. as it remains simple. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Well, now that we've kind of got the introduction of what Hal is, uh, I'm sorry, Charles, but you're going to kind of be stuck with me for the long road. Cause I, I think with any bills that's coming up, I, I'd love to, to jump on a podcast and, and just talk about what's going on with a specific bill. And honestly, it's kind of the way that I feel like I can take action. I mean, we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast and we can get them the information. You know, I can go on, yes, as one person and, and do that and have my voice be heard. But I also feel like that, that you and I can make a big impact by letting everybody know what's going on. So you're kind of stuck with me now. I'm going to be reaching out saying, hey, I saw you posted this on the on the website. Let's jump on a, on a podcast and chat about it. No problem at all. Honestly, it's, it's, uh, the main, I think the most important role that I can play is doing this is mm -hmm. building relationships with anybody who reaches out to me and whether they have a question about something, they want to call or what they want to do a podcast. Um, I try to make it as personal as I can because, um, you know, human relationships are important and, and not everybody does that, you know? So I just, that's, that's, that's where I think I'm, I'm, you know, can play my role. I yeah. like doing that. It makes a big impact. It's the reason that you're growing like you are. I can tell you that because uh, it yeah. is personal. People can reach out to you. They, I mean, so I reached out on, on Instagram 
Charles was back to me in, in no time. Yeah, let's get together and talk. And it was very personal. We had, you know, you exchange phone numbers. And so it is, it's very personal. Um, they take this very seriously. And, and again, Charles, I think that's why you are growing the way you are. So uh, not that I'm in any place to give you recommendations, but I would recommend keeping up what you're doing because I, I think you're going to do amazing things. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate it. It's all extremely... Um uh, it's all humbling to have so many people reaching out, honestly. It's awesome. Very yeah. awesome. Cool. So best place to uh, get in, in touch with you guys is the the website, howforwildlife.org. Um, yeah. What other avenues yeah. do we have? Instagram, social media, yeah. email? Yeah, Instagram is howl underscore org. Um, that's where I am. That's when I'm on the most. Most everything on Facebook is just a, a repeat. And same thing with Twitter. I mean, I don't go to Twitter. It's just a repeat of whatever, you know, is on, auto post. Is on Instagram. Yeah. It's an auto post. Um, and that's it. Cool. Very cool, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on and, and just sharing with everybody a little bit about how I hope that uh, everybody listening to this podcast is a little bit more energized to to participate and, and again, have their voice be heard. If you guys have any questions, uh, reach out. If I can't answer them, I'll go to the man himself and, and let him answer the questions uh for me but uh but charles really appreciate you taking the time with me and i'm serious let's uh let's jump on podcast frequently and talk about some of the stuff going on let me know when you want to i'm i'm here okay 100 thank you i Sounds, appreciate it May, Thanks, my pleasure man let's talk soon and uh i'll let you back to your day cool all right see you buddy